Short stories are tiny windows into other worlds and other minds and other dreams. They are journeys you can make to the far side of the universe and still be back in time for dinner. Neil Gaiman. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hole. And I'm Lee Esses. Our topic today is writing short stories. There are few things that can do better for your writing than writing short stories, because it's like taking a whole novel where you have to have the same kind of plot structure and slamming it into fewer than 10,000 words. This is one of those things that helps you continue to write and helps you build those muscles without working toward polishing and publishing a book. This helps you experiment and enjoy writing, especially when you're starting to feel exhausted by your own book. So we're going to go over the parameters and how to write a short story, and then we'll talk about how it improves your writing. So a short story starts with a hook for a strong beginning. And then in the middle section, what you're doing is you're taking the information you introduced in the hook and then condensing it down, focusing it into what that problem is. You develop the problem a little bit, and then the finale uses drama and excitement to satisfy whatever that conflict was. So there is very little internal turmoil. There are very few subplots. It's just a problem and solution because you only have tops 10,000 words to write it. Usually your range is around 3,000 to 10,000. When you are polishing this short story, there are a couple of things to keep in mind in order to make sure that you're getting the most out of the writing exercise. Make sure you keep the focus on the present moment. Really try to eliminate all of the backstory. People don't need to know a lot of backstory because it's a short story. You can hint that there are traces of it so that they get the feel that it is a small segment of a larger story but you don't need to explain everything about how they grew up and how they're such an unfortunate person that ended up in this unfortunate circumstance. If you can't eliminate this backstory entirely, hint at it and leave it alone. Something like, he wasn't about to put his wife through that, not again. We don't need to know all about the other thing that had happened, but we just know how that thing that had happened is motivating him currently. You also want to keep your short story simple. Novels are for when you have complex ideas that you want to develop. That's when you can get into internal and external arguments. With a short story, it's a quick problem and solution. You either choose internal or you choose external. There is no both. You want it to feel as complex and as interesting as a novel, but condensed. Think of it like you're writing the final third of your novel in 10,000 words or less. That's what you want in your short story. And the last part of keeping it simple is to have as few scenes as possible. We don't need to be moving around place to place to place to place constantly. Because the more you move around, the more words you're wasting on scene setting and not actually getting to the point of the plot. Lee and I both try to use one, maybe two at tops, depending on what the whole plot line is. But that is a good basis, is just a couple of scenes if you have to, one is always best. 
The final part of how to polish your short story is to rely on your readers as much as you rely on yourself. Believe it or not, readers can fill in a lot of gaps. So long as you're using familiar details, familiar nuances that they can call on from their past experiences. That's not to say that every reader will read the story the same way. But if you're calling on something that you didn't have to write, you're getting a lot more emotional investment for the cost of words and time spent reading. Readers know the cliches. They know the stereotypes. You can use this to eliminate words. You don't need to explain fully this side character. You just put them into a cliche, put them into a stereotype so that people know what to expect from it. Depending on your readers to fill in those gaps instead of forcing them to read through and slog through what you are filling in helps the readers be invested, helps them like the story that much more, and it makes it feel like as a reader you aren't being looked down on because you can't figure out that the coffee house also has indie music playing on it. And the more that you can use through these implications, through these small references, the more you can spend on the story itself, on the conflict, rather than developing the characters or the scene or whatever. So that's a little bit about how to write short stories and how to make sure that yours stand out and you're getting the most out of the writing. But this month we are talking about improving your writing, flexing those muscles, leveling up, Therefore, we want to talk about how short stories really help you build those muscles. If you do have the goal of writing larger novels, writing short stories is not something that you do in lieu of that, but rather alongside. If you're finding yourself in a lull with your novel progress, if you find yourself dealing with writer's block, Short stories can really help with that because it turns on that faucet of inspiration. I can't tell you how many times I've been inspired about an aspect of my novel simply by writing an unrelated short story. There is a lot of talk in the writing community about writing prompts. Use them for short stories, not necessarily your novel itself. The only time that I would say focus entirely on the novel and neglect all short stories is in November. But for the rest of the year, write both because then both sides are fresh all the time. This helps experiment and flex those muscles and answer the muse without lessening my current work in progress. And really, that is a great way to do it because you can explore other genres that you don't usually write. You can explore other ideas without messing with your main story. So if you ever have those weird plot gremlins that pop up and say you should do this with your story, instead of messing with your story, apply that to a short story. Take a little bit of time away and write something else. So how does all of this help? We've kind of talked a little bit about how small aspects help, but how exactly does writing short stories help me become a better writer? It helps you practice your writing. This is something that a lot of people neglect. As a bassoonist, I should practice at home. And if I wanted to become a much better bassoonist than I am, I wouldn't just practice during rehearsals with the rest of the symphony. I would practice at home too. I won't perform anything that I'm practicing at home, 
and you as the writer won't necessarily publish all of the short stories that you write, but practicing them will help the rest of your art improve. And really it takes and really it allows you to take all those things from different genres that you're learning through the critical reading process, listen to last episode for more, and apply it to your writing without, again, messing with your main story. You can write a horse combat scene in a short story when you can't really get away with it in your urban fantasy. You can write a magic scene that you can't write in your contemporary romance or whatever. Another way that this helps is it's really hard to write 52 bad short stories in a row. That's a Ray Bradbury quote, by the way. So if you write one per week, I guarantee you will find gold in that collection. You keep writing and there will be gems in there. Short stories also really helps when you have more ideas than you have time to write. Sure, you have some great ideas about how this particular plot element will be great in a larger novel, but it doesn't fit in your current novel. So what you do is you write a short story out of it. And if you have time later on, you have that idea in a short format that you can then take and expand on later if you want to. If not, you got a great short story out of it. This also means that you've answered the muse, which means she's more likely to show up next time you need her. Don't put off your writing because you don't know what to write. Write a short story instead. And it is that low stakes environment to explore, to try things that maybe you wouldn't try in a full length novel. You can try writing from second person point of view in a short story. You can try all of these things without putting it into a full novel format. So we have told you a lot of stuff about how short stories can help you. It's time to take it and put it to work. The first bit of homework I'm going to assign to you is to set a schedule. At least write one every month. That's what we have as sort of our minimum for the writing club. If you aren't actively working on your novel as well, write about one a week. That helps you continue to flex those muscles and it helps you be a writer without necessarily having to invest in your work in progress. You still have something on the other side that shows what you do. For me, the schedule that we set when we first created this writing club and I was writing short stories every month, it really helped me become a better writer. That short story basis is what helped me actually finish a novel for once. So once you've written the short story, go out and get feedback on it. When you get that feedback, apply it and then share it with other people. Post it on your website or on your social media or on a blog, anything. Short stories are a great way to gain followers and build an audience for when you do publish that novel. You're proving yourself as an author and it's a low stakes investment for potential readers. People who might like your story or might not, they lose half an hour versus they lose 10 bucks in 10 hours. It's much easier to get people to read a short story, so you might as well have them in your arsenal. All of this, though, comes down to simply writing. Short stories are a way to write and write selfishly. 
If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 